0: We are CEOs, executives, educators, and professionals from all sectors of society who support the global expansion of betterment in the world through JOY and Joyly. I'm your host, Cheryl Lynn, founder of the Chair of JOY Experience. Together, we have developed the World Council of JOY and our council invites CEOs and innovators from impactful organizations to the Joyly podcast. We showcase how generous, bold and fully engaged they are in their work and what a culture of joy is to them. I am Tasha Smith and I am actually a fourth generation chiropractor and uh, I had a huge practice back in Texas and um, went through some um, burnout and had a baby later in life and so actually chose a um, I went the route of my soul and so I ended up selling my practice and spent the last two years um, spending time with my daughter but now in transition going back into the professional world and I'm super excited because um, instead of entering back into the chiropractic world what I've decided to do is um, really sit with mama doctors and successful entrepreneurs um, who have really focused in on and made it in the business world but are really struggling to maintain Personal life, and so I really want to hold that space and be there as they really encompass the family life, being a mom, being a dad, and also including the successful world of their business. I went to originally went to the University of Nebraska, and um, advertising, on advertising was my first degree, and then transitioned, became um, a business consultant for Corporate America. Worked for a business, um, a Fortune 200 company, loved it. And ended up you know my heart was calling me to follow my family's heritage and so in the latter years of my 20s I decided to go back to school and became a chiropractor and then from there entered um, into opening my own practice and had my own business for seven years and loved it and you know the question in regards to when I went to school what I what did I want to become and is it what I was doing you bet 100% I it's interesting though how life is truly a journey and how you know it's okay to make changes along the way my first career advertising i love it it's actually helped me through all of my careers in the marketing component then as i transitioned into the chiropractic world i got to be a part of so many amazing patients and heal so many um, my specialty was brainstem injury so i dealt with a lot of severe severe cases i very blessed to have done that and then but understanding from a doctor's perspective how hard and intense that is and i wasn't prepared for trying to hold the space of being a doctor, being a business owner, and then also becoming a mom. So interesting enough, um, I had been in practice about one to two years, and I was very blessed. I ended up having a waiting list practice, and so we had about a six month waiting list. Um, It was something that as entrepreneurs, um, we always dream of, is to be in that position. Um, But what I wasn't prepared for in that moment in time is what I had to give to my practice, and also had to give to my patients. And um, in the process of all that, I ended up, I became a mama. And really, that's when my life changed. And to this day, I speak of, it's amazing. They say that you never know until you have a little one and you hold them in your arms for the first time. And I want to say, really, that's when my life changed. Is the moment I held her, I really realized there was something more that I wanted to do with my life other than just chase success. And so, as I entered back and went back into practice, I, I began to struggle a little bit with maintaining both worlds. I hadn't set myself up um, in a world—I had set myself up in a world to succeed when I was on my own, not to give the amount of time that I needed to for myself, to take care of my patients, and to also be um, the partner I needed to be and then the mother. And so, over time, what ended up happening is I ended up becoming extremely ill, and I didn't even know. Looking back, I'd never even heard of the word burnout before. That's something that was totally new to me. I just knew that on the outside, everybody saw someone who had this waiting list practice. It was 98% referral based, but they didn't understand why I was struggling and what was transitioning and what was happening. And I wasn't, I didn't know how to hold the pressure that it would have been created. It what ended up, um, I ended up having four surgeries over a year and a half. And I actually was septic the time that my practice, I sold my practice. and so. The last two years, I've really stepped back because I think it was the most humbling experience to be on top of where you are supposed to be, but to understand there's something else calling you, right? And I think we live in such a society where people don't understand if you're successful and if you're making what we think and what we call a success, many people don't understand that there's another component to it, that it's lonely at the top. And my goal and my dream is to be there with people along the way that you're not alone, and there is a way to be able to have it all, to have the harmony that we're really wanting to be. Where I am now is I'm actually transitioning back into the career space. Um, I have spent the last two years being with my daughter, and it's it's been, I can honestly say, life-changing. It's been, I've done so much soul work. I'm in such an amazing space. I've got a better relationship than I feel for myself, ultimately, than I ever could have with my daughter. Um, and then I've been able to really choose this next career based off of my story, my journey. And I want to hold the space for others um, as they're going through this as well, because burnout is very real. And standing on the other side, letting them know if they're not alone. Yeah. Currently, my meditation is, is being in nature. It's really just grounding myself, being next to the river, um, going into the mountains, just rolling down my windows as I drive there. It's it's. it's I'm 25 minutes from my, I call it my spot. And so I, I go there often and really just, I can go there to my lunch, my morning hours, whatever it may be. I may spend 10 minutes there, I may spend an hour, but it just, it gives me life, it kind of grounds me. I would say in my daughter's room, we, in the evenings we always go in and we have our talks and nice. read our books. So I would literally say sitting there next to her, her bed. Okay. Getting to plant our garden the other day with my daughter and watching her get her hands all muddy. And really digging in and then covering the whole plant up, even the leaves, <laughs> you know, and then trying to reteach. Oh, no, maybe the roots, and just being a part of that. Being um, in practice with the doctor I interned under, he was an amazing man, and getting to be beside him as he took care of his patients. It was amazing. He, he's truly a legend, and to get to be a part and be so close to him and to get to do the day-to-day and for him to be my to have been my mentor. It brings back amazing memories. And he's Dr. Robert Brooks. And just being in his space and in his practice and watching how he took care of his patients. He was such a kind soul. And he taught me so much. More about life and loving and letting people be who they are. Something that he said to me that was extremely profound is. To really respect people where they are and to love them where they're at. And so many times, and it's interesting, I watched it over and over, but I, I remember him telling me that. To love someone for where they are and where they've been, not where they should be. And it really hit home. And actually, even that small, simple statement made me a better doctor. Pure joy. I mean, it really does. Just real, authentic, I mean, pure joy, he really was. So many people are looked up to in the professional world, whatever that may be, because of their status quo, what they've done, um, what they've achieved. He had that, but what he had inside was deeper. He loved people for who they were, and he even had, he traveled the country and talked to doctors all over about taking care of people, because we forget about that a lot of times and that was his mission. His mission was to see and to love everyone. Just being reminded how important it is to to sit in joy and to reflect on the things that have brought us that. I think so many times we get so caught up in the fast pace of life and chasing down careers and to-dos, and sometimes you even have more important things and your soul is calling you just to sit still, breathe in, meditate, and feel and reflect on what has brought you life.